Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator in South Carolina. If you are a creative business owner, then you're in the right place. This episode is part of a special five-week series with our special guest, Hillary Kay, business coach and Enneagram expert. We believe that the Enneagram is more than a personality test. It is an amazing tool that we can use to not only better understand ourselves, but to better understand those around us. We'll begin each episode one-on-one with Hillary herself as we deep dive into each type, and then we'll chat with a creative who has used the tool to see how it has helped them in their business. So let's jump right in. All right, and we are back today now to talk about a type seven. And once again, we are joined by Ms. Hillary Kay, um, Enneagram business coach. Hi, Hillary, how's it going? Good, so glad to be back talking about sevens today. Yes, sevens are some of my favorite people. <laughs> I'm married to a seven, so yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us what we need to know about a type seven. Sure. So sevens are the enthusiasts. Um, they're also in the business world known as serial entrepreneurs. They have a lot going on at all times, lots of ideas. Um, so a type seven's core motivators are being satisfied and being content. Um, they are always searching for that thing that's going to satiate <laughs> um, their need for whatever they're interested at the time. Um, and on the flip side, their core fear is feeling trapped um, or deprived of something. They have serious FOMO. They do not like to miss out on anything. And if they feel like they're missing out, that is a very um, big core fear um, of, of the type seven. Um, so due to the fact that they are always wanting more, right? Um, a type seven's biggest strengths are that they're really outgoing. Um, they can talk to anybody. Um, type sevens are also joy spreaders. This doesn't mean that they don't struggle, right? Um, but on the outside, they are joy spreaders. They, you want to be in the room with a type seven. Um, type sevens are extremely innovative. Um, and out of all the types, they are literally the best multitaskers. There's lots of types that think they're good multitaskers and that is not true, but type sevens actually are. They're very good at multitasking and having multiple tabs open in their head and on their computer at all times. (laughs) Um, So just like all of the other types, we need to make sure that you type sevens out there don't only just focus on these strengths and obstacles of your type, but that you look at all of the connection points that you have within the Enneagram diagram. So type sevens, you have two wings. You um, have the six and the eight, which are the two types on either side of you in the diagram. And those are your BFFs, your best friends that you can count on and lean on um, and pick up some of their attributes to help you along in your journey of finding sustainability in your life. Um, And then you also have um, two lines, two types that are your lines of um, integration. So your stress and health line. Um, Type sevens, you go to a type five when you are healthy. Um, So you pick up some more of those positive attributes of the type five, which is being really focused, being um, 
uh, very centered, right? In, in something that you're doing. So that might look like actually following through on a project um, for you and finishing a project before starting another one. Um, but on the flip side, a type seven goes to a type one when they are stressed. And so picking up some more of those, you know, negative challenging um, traits of the type one. So that can, for a type seven, look like being very rigid. Um, if you're noticing that you're really focused on like details and being nitpicky, that's a really good indicator <laughs> for a type seven that something um, is going on. Um, if you can't see the positive in the situation, if you're looking at things with the more critical eye and seeing the negative before the positive, that's also um, a good indicator that something's going on, that you're in, you know, a stress zone. Um, and also, if you find that you're reframing situations um, and, and playing that blame game. Um, so type sevens are really good at reframing situations for the positive, which is a really good skill set. But when type sevens, if you start to notice you're reframing situations to put the blame on someone else and not taking responsibility for your own actions, that's a good indicator that you're maybe in stress or, or burnout. Yeah. So how that's, yeah, that's great. How then can the seven take all of that and those strengths and really use that in, in their business as a superpower? What, how? how yeah, absolutely. So, um, I think type sevens as, you know, as a superpower and work, their innovation and their ability to think outside the box. Um, type sevens don't know what a box is. They see all the things around it um, to make it better or more exciting or, you know, and that's why you do see a lot of creatives um, as type sevens because they are more is more, right? <laughs> and they love all of that. So using that to, to make the experience of your business something really special and something different and unique. Um, and so using that um, innovation ability and also using that gift of being able to multitask. There's a lot of business owners that wish they could juggle what you can juggle yeah. um, and do it without being burnt out, right? So sevens can, and can juggle a lot without being burnt out. And so really coupling that with your innovative, creative mind to being able to, you know, and juggling a lot to create something beautiful um, for your business. That's really your superpower. Yeah, awesome. So in addition to, you know, what you've been telling us, the things that they can watch for as far as those, um, those signs that they might be headed towards burnout, what are some external factors? What messages might they get from their customers or, you know, their peers or family members that would let them know that they need to take a step back and, and watch out for burnout. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So that's really around those critical behaviors, right. And those perfectionist um, behaviors. If you're realizing that people are like, whoa, you normally don't care about things like this. Or I know like, for example, like my husband, when I know he starts organizing closets, I'm like, <laughs> oh gosh, like what's wrong with you, right? So it is, you know, when you, when people are starting to notice that you are like really like um, just wanting everything to be in its right place and becoming more rigid and like, wanting routine and structure. There's nothing wrong with routine and structure, but if that becomes the seven's focus, 
that means that they're not tapping into their gifts. Right. Um, that means that they are, that they're, you know, searching in, in the wrong area to find, you know, their, their space. And so that's really a great indicator um, of the, you know, of the type seven being in burnout is if, if, if people are saying, whoa, like you normally don't care how the dishwasher's unloaded or you normally don't care, yeah. you know, all of that. And even like on the outside. So like on social media, let's just say, for example, if a, you know, a type seven isn't showing up, you know, it's like one of those more extroverted types. And if you yeah. get, you know, we've said this for a couple of different um, types, but especially for the seven, who's that bubbly, you know, out there type, if they're, if they're not showing up, um, that might be, you know, a good indicator too. If you're, if you're, you know, people are checking in on you because type sevens, you're normally the ones that kind of check in on people, um, and make sure they're doing okay and happy and, and everything. So if you're finding that people are having to cheer you on, um, more and more, that might be a good sign as well. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thank you, Hillary, once again, for joining us and, and sharing all of this. This has been great. I'm so excited. This is a great series. And I'm looking forward to chatting with you more in the next episode. No problem. Two more to go. That's all right. <laughs> for more from Hillary, you can follow her online on Facebook and Instagram or head over to her website, hillarykay.com. H-I-L-L-A-R-I-E-K-A-Y.com. And right now you can pre-order her new book, Unlock Your Potential at Work. And everyone who pre-orders their book before December 3rd is actually entered in a drawing for a free one-hour call with Hillary herself. So head on over through the links in our show notes and get your hands on that today. Now let's talk to this next creative. So today we are going to be talking with Crystal Molina. Hey, Crystal. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. You guys know Crystal. She's been on here with me multiple times and she is also a type seven. So Crystal, tell us how long you have like had the Enneagram in your life, in your hemisphere where you've been thinking about it, knowing your type, those kinds of things. I think it's been about four years. I, th um, I don't even remember who told me about the Enneagram. I don't know. I wish I had a better memory, <laughs> um, but suddenly it just starts showing up in my life, you know, and everyone was kind of talking about it and friends were talking about it. Um, it was probably one of uh, my best friend was probably the one who showed it to me. And then I had to go into a deep dive and learn all the things. <laughs> yes. Fun. So did you like the, did you immediately type as a seven or did it take you some time to figure it out? Oh, it took me a while. Um, I was reading different books. I was looking at different podcasts. Um, and I, I was thinking as I read each one, oh, I can relate to that or I can relate to that. And I was just kind of wanting to find which one was the right one <laughs> yeah um and because I think there are so many parts of it that we can relate to as we read about it and then I actually ended up working with someone who was an Enneagram like coach mm -hmm. 
And I did a call with her and she walked me through some great questions and um, it led to finding out exactly what I am. Yeah, which is awesome. So we, what, what was the thing <laughs> about the type sevens that you felt like there were a lot of different things um, that you kind of resonated with? What was the thing about the type seven that finally was like, yep, that's it. That's me. I think I love the idea of the enthusiast. I love that they're joyous, generous, optimistic. The idea of adventure, all of those things really um, held true for me. Um, and then when it talked about not liking to feel sad, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's that's the uncomfortable part. I think the Enneagram when you find your, your type, there's a part that feels really uncomfortable <laughs> and um, sometimes awkward. And we may not want to look at it because of those things, but that's where we can look at the growth opportunity. Yeah, I totally get that. So as a seven, your, your helpline, your direct, the integration point is a type five. How do mm -hmm. you see that? come out for you? I see that when I am willing to say no to things. And when I find something that I want to research and study um, and kind of go into that deeply, I feel like that's a good place. Um, I feel like type five is a little bit more balanced and grounded. And I think that's a good place to be. Yeah. Well, definitely. Um, have there ever been times, because I know then the, the stress line, your disintegration point would be the type one. Do you ever like find yourself in some of those behaviors and does it throw up the red? I mean, is it like a natural, like, oh, oh, this isn't good. This isn't me. Or is it something that gets pointed out to you when that happens? I think my husband is afraid to point that part out. <laughs> Um, it usually spikes like once a month. <laughs> uh, and also I think it comes up when there's like a project that I'm working on or something I want to get right instead of it being fun. Um, I can focus on the details needing to be perfect. And I know I've made that difficult for my family at times, like when we're trying to like set up for a birthday party. Um, all of a sudden I want it to look like Pinterest perfect and I'm like what am I doing and to like take a step back and okay what was the point of this again you know how do I want to show up what am I responsible for yes <laughs> <laughs> so how do you like what are your your self-care techniques when you get in that spot and not I guess not just when you get in that spot because like you said that usually happens when you're in the midst of things but what are some of the things that you like to do as a type seven that really just nurture you and allow you to take care of yourself I think part of it has been my commitment to counseling <laughs> I still see a therapist um, often I think learning to stay present and learning to sit with difficult emotions instead of just quickly flipping them around and turning them into a positive has been 
um, very difficult for me, but I know that that has been the um, part of the freedom and growing is being able to do that. Yeah. I know, you know, when we talk about it and you said you really, you, you dug deep. So you've, four years, you've, you've spent a lot of time reading and understanding and getting to know the Enneagram. Um, and we've talked about it a lot too. So I'm curious, what are some of the things, because I feel like this is the case for anyone who spends a lot of time with the concept and learning about their type and the motivations and all of that. What are some of the things that have come out for you that you feel like, how do I want to ask this question? So the things that you see in your type, the things that you see in yourself that you don't feel like get talked about that much when we just talk about the general overview, what are things that you would want someone to know about the type seven that maybe they don't, they wouldn't get in just reading a general overview? I think a lot of times when people hear that a person is a type seven, they think they are always the life of the party. They're always fun. They're always joyous. They're always fun to be around. And I think that was part of the reason where I was struggling to, to accept my sevenness because I have dealt with um, depression um, throughout my life. And I was like, well, how can a seven be depressed? <laughs> um, but I realize now it is um, so often it's about f feeling trapped and not having um, a way out. And then that leads to isolation. Mm -hmm. And that leads to the, the depression part. <laughs> um, I know that for sevens in an unhealthy state, it's we're always seeking that next thing to make us fill, um, fill up our whatever it is. Um, and so the negative part of seven is they say gluttony and it's not necessarily about eating it it's all the things it's just feeling empty and always needing something else inside it's like this desire to constantly have something fill us up and being aware of that and checking in with myself um if I start to feel like I need something okay what why do I need it <laughs> whether it's um a new shirt or a new craft project or whatever, you know, I have to really figure out what am I really seeking and how can I replace that with something that's going to be long lasting instead of just like a quick second high. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. That makes sense. Cause you're, again, it's like, like you said, the seven, you just, you want to avoid that pain and that makes sense to avoid pain a lot of times. And I think this is probably true even outside of the type seven we, we tend to mask it more so than we tend to deal with it. So I love that you said that your, your self-care, the thing that you do to help yourself is, is to stay in therapy and, and try to address things as they come up. Because um, I do think a lot of us, we, we tend to want to mask the hard things, figure right. out some other way so that we don't have to deal with them. Um, and that's where the unhealthy, <laughs> the unhealthy coping mechanisms tend to come into play. So that makes sense. Thank you. Sometimes, um, thank you. I, I also think sometimes sevens can be 
underappreciated and sometimes their ideas and energy aren't appreciated because it could be so much. But often just having that appreciation and acknowledgement um, makes a seven feel like we're supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't the best idea. <laughs> it doesn't mean we get to, we should go on a road trip right now, but just appreciate that that's a fun idea. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah, that makes complete sense too. I think for, because you are type three, right? I am. Mm-hmm. So it's important for you to feel appreciated for the work that you do, right? Absolutely. So I think that's the beauty of kind of knowing each other's numbers is we can um, figure out what each other needs and how to support them in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And I, you know, I've had that conversation a couple of times lately with different folks that when I know someone's type, it's nice when they know mine, obviously, because I, it's like you said, it's nice when you are talking with someone that understands what it is that you need to see appreciated. But also it's nice when you're stressed out for other people in your life to be able to recognize your cues mm-hmm. and understand like, okay, you know, maybe, you know, someone who's talking with me and I'm completely detaching and I just don't want to get involved. Right. That's when I get stressed out, I go to a nine and I detach. That's what happens. So to have that person that could understand that that's what's happening and not take it personally, understand she's not upset with me. There's something going on here that could give me space to deal with it or ask the right question and not give me truly one more thing to stress over and being worried because now I've hurt their feelings Um, because that's never the goal, right? When, When we're stressed out, our goal is not to hurt other people. It might happen if they don't understand where we're coming from, but when people Mm -hmm can understand that about you is super helpful and in the same vein like you know for you right you go to the some of the critical aspects of the type one right so maybe you're really stressed out and we're having a conversation and I feel like you're being really critical of something I'm saying knowing that you're a seven and knowing that okay I don't necessarily have to take that personally there there's probably something else going on that has her stressed out I need to just slow down the conversation and try to figure out what's happening here. What's she trying to tell me? doesn't mean you don't have a good point too. Sometimes we just don't want to hear critical things, but you know what I mean? Like being able to recognize that this is someone's stress point and I just need to slow down and possibly help them process this or possibly just give them space to process themselves. Um, It does allow us to be much better friends and in much better relationships. I think when we, use the Enneagram as the tool that I personally feel it was intended to be. Yes. Yeah. I think um, that idea of getting curious before we get furious yes. would be helpful for all of us. <laughs> I like that. I like that phrase. I've never heard it. I've never heard that before, but I love that. Curious instead of furious. I just came up with that. <laughs> Did you? Just, just, just now. That's awesome. <laughs> But I mean, it's definitely true, you know, take taking that breath to be like, why is this happening? And just not always assuming the worst. And it is hard to do, especially if both people are stressed out, right? And go into your, your stress points and your coping behaviors and whatnot. But 
that's one of the things I have loved, not only just about the Enneagram in general, but about this series and getting to talk to more people about it who understand, you know, all of the ideas and concepts because on the surface, it's a personality test, right? And we're putting ourselves into boxes and going, oh, yep, that's me. That's just how I act. I say those things all the time. But it's, it's more than that. It's about understanding why you, you click and work the way you do and getting to understand people better. It, to me, it's just, it's about being able to love yourself better and being able to love other people better. Um, and granted, I'm a three over here in the feeling center. So for me, it's all about being able to love people well. And for other people, it comes across differently. And I get that, but I do love it. I love it as a tool. I love it as just a framework for processing relationships and, and stress and that kind of thing. And for me, with the logical thinking side, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that it shows our motivation for what we do and why we do what we do. Um, I think we fall into these like kind of patterns. And when you understand your the motivation or someone else's motivation of why they respond that way or react that way, it just leaves so much more room for grace in those situations. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Is there anything else that you want people to know about a type seven or about the Enneagram? You know, I really like gifts and surprises. So anytime someone wants to like send me a gift or a surprise, it's wonderful. (laughs) You think that's a type seven thing? Um, I'm going to say it is. (laughs) (laughs) You know, someone asked me pretty recently if I felt like the, um, the Enneagram and the idea of love languages were connected and, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, it certainly doesn't have to be, but I do think that it can be, I, you know, I think that like for me, I know that always pretty high up there for me has been quality time and I feel like you know in the over in the feeling center that makes sense right that you want to be spending a lot of time with people that quality time would be something that's important so maybe as a type seven with you know the adventurer like you said the enthusiast loving to try the different things knowing that someone is thinking about you and giving you something new that makes sense yeah, I could make I, it be connected. Maybe it's not, but my brain could connect it. <laughs> no, I, I see the connection. I, I really appreciate gifts and I really appreciate words of affirmation. Both of those are, are really big for me Yeah. in, in that other world of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite thing about me? I mean, sevens. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or anything. No, I've actually, it's funny because when you and I first met and we talked Enneagram a little bit and I was just like, I love a seven. I love sevens. They're so much fun because I don't, when it comes to the connection points, I don't touch like the thinking center really. I mean, I, I guess I do technically because my, I'm connected to the six, which is right in the middle, but I don't touch the seven at all. I don't touch the five at all. So like, and I, so I'm not, and I like to think that I'm a logical person. I mean, I don't, I don't think that I'm just like abandoning logic, but the way that you guys process and the way that you can keep things 
and again, you love people. It's not like you're not emotional. I don't mean it like that either, but just the way that you can process things and have that ability to separate things out. Like I, I love being around a seven um, because you, you, I don't know, you're warm, you're friendly, you are like, you know, you're warm, you're friendly, you like to do things, you're enthusiastic. Like you said, you have a lot of joy for everything, but you also just have that ability that you don't, you don't take every single thing personally. And you, I feel like you encourage that in other people that it's like, it's okay. It's not about you. You didn't do anything to make that happen. It's cool. We can still have fun. You don't have to worry about that person over there. You, you, you can just be you and enjoy doing this thing. Um, and you know, that's hard for me. I'm constantly worried about what other people think and if they've got what they need and if they, you know, what they're expecting of me. I'm, I'm very worried about what people think of me and what I think I'm supposed to be doing something to make everybody happy. And I feel like you, as well as other sevens in my life, kind of helped me put things in perspective pretty often of, it's okay, Danielle. It's not your responsibility. You don't have to do all the things. Just enjoy this. Just do this thing and enjoy this. Um, Were you able to do that for yourself this weekend? I know you just had a really big um, workshop at your store, which is amazing. And you had great teachers there and so many wonderful other artists got to visit and were you able to apply that I don't have to be all the things for all the people and were you able to enjoy this weekend I was I really was it was um I had an incredible weekend yeah we just had a big furniture paint workshop at reinvented warehouse we just released our announced our new name in the past couple of weeks and and it was awesome I had a great team of people helping me out and every now and then I found myself going over there and going do you need anything from me? Is it, you know, is there anything I need to be doing right now? But every single time they're like, no, we're good. Go enjoy, go, go do your thing. You are good. And, um, and I did, I, you know, I kind of let go of that and just spent time with my friends that were visiting. And I really enjoyed the weekend. It was, it was pretty awesome. That's great. I'm sure that everyone there got so much out of it and I'm sure it filled their, their paint buckets. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. It certainly, it certainly filled, certainly filled me up. That's for sure. Gave me a lot of, was right before we started recording, we were talking about how tired I was, <laughs> um, but it's, it's a good tired, you know, it's, it's, it's been a great weekend and I'm, I'm tired physically, but I'm also energized and I'm ready to like, kind of do the next thing with, with my people. That's wonderful. I'll be there. That's right. You will be. <laughs> It sounds fun. I want to go. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to talk about all the things that I want to do next year. Um, soon, soon, very soon. So <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Crystal. Thanks for chatting Enneagram. Yes. I think the other last bit of advice for a seven is to try and focus on just one thing. I think our brains move really fast yeah. and a lot of like lists in our head or ideas and things. And if we can just focus on one thing at a time, that will help bring down the anxiety and, um, and we can move into a more healthier place by getting grounded that way. That's great. That's good. That's really good advice. 
I know that's um, <laughs> that's advice that I've been given to even like as a three that wants to do everything. It's like that you will be much happier and much more. You'll find more success when you can can focus on one thing at a time. I think a, a lot of us need that advice for different reasons, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I love seeing your face yeah. and I love talking to you. And I, I love hearing um, how this podcast is making a difference. Yes. It's great. Awesome. Thanks, Crystal. All right. Take care. You too. That's all for this week's episode of Makers Chat. We cannot wait to share more with you about the Enneagram in coming episodes. Just remember to check out our show notes for links to learn more from Ms. Hillary Kay, to get on the list for her book launch. And of course, if you haven't already joined us on Facebook inside the Makers Chat community, please go ahead and do that. That's where you can go for deeper conversation to connect with not only the creatives that are here in the podcast, but other creatives just like you in our community. You guys have a wonderful day and we'll talk again soon.